Welcome once again to the Extra Point Podcast. I'm Todd Stiles. I'm so glad you've joined us again this Tuesday. As we look back to last Sunday's time together in God's Word, and Lord willing, bring some more insight and uh, exhortation, some bonus material to what we talked about. If you were there, you know that I had the special privilege of interviewing, in, in some ways almost preaching with, uh, one of our partners. And uh, we've been talking about missions for the last two Sundays. And so uh, my conversation with this partner really centered around God's heart for the nations um, and, and his work among the various language groups uh, around the globe. Our conversation, of course, was centered in Psalm 46, in which we are told to be still and know that I am God. That's what the Lord says to us in Psalm 46.10. This is the exhortation uh, so that the nations will know that God is exalted, that all those in the earth will know that He's exalted. That's what Psalm 46.10 says. What I think is very intriguing is these works of the Lord that are done, uh, which is what verse 8 said. It says, Come behold the works of the Lord. They're both works of redemption, which are described in verses 4 through 7, as well as works of judgment described oh, in verses 9 and 8. Uh, and so all of these are the works of the Lord, and the psalmist here, speaking for the Lord, says that we are to behold those, and then we're to be still, so folks can see those and know that He is God. Now, while these are going on, these works of the Lord, both redemptive works and judgmental works, there's a very interesting phrase in verse 6 of Psalm 46 that, that's quite intriguing. It says that the nations rage. In other words, these language groups, these ethnicities, these uh, linguistically differentiated people groups, they're clamoring, they're rebelling, they're warring, not only against each other because of selfish pride, but I think the text would say they're warring and clamoring and rebelling against God. So this is what's going on while God is doing His incredible works that we are to be still and watch and know as well as those around us. It's interesting. The Lord doesn't need perfect peace to do His work. His work brings perfect peace. In the middle of raging nations, God's work uh, has the effect and can bring the effect of peace to people. And as I read through Psalm 46 over and over again and just noticed that, that it's in the middle of these raging nations that God does His work, my mind reverted back to the same type of phrase in Psalm chapter 2. Now, to remind you, Psalm 2 is the most quoted psalm in the New Testament. And in that psalm, uh, the writer answers this question for us. Why do the nations rage? Remember, Psalm 46 asserts that they are doing that, even in the middle of God's works. Psalm 2 asks the question, why do the nations rage? And the answer given to us in verse 3 essentially is that they do not like the Lord's authority. In fact, Psalm 2 is a very Trinitarian psalm in which God... Um, asserts and clearly says he has set his king on his holy hill, speaking of Christ the Messiah, that he is his son. He says the Spirit later is speaking, encouraging the nations, reminding the nations, calling the various language groups to repentance. 
And so it's a very Trinitarian psalm. And, and the Lord God is promising to give the various language groups, or as the psalm says, the nations, to the Son as a, as a heritage, as a possession. And yet within this promise that the Son, Jesus Christ, would receive the nations as his inheritance or possession, there are some very uh, uh, clear verses of, of judgment, such as verse 9, in which he says, uh, that he will break them with a rod of iron. He will dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. So what's going on here? It's very similar to Psalm 46. There's this act of God in which he establishes his son as the rightful ruler and king. It's in the middle of these nations who are raging and clamoring and warring. And there's two types of, uh, we can say, results or responses. There's this uh, redemptive type or reconciling type of action. And then there's this judgmental type of action. So what's, what's, what's with all that? Well, one of the themes you find between both Psalms is this, that to all the language groups on the planet, to every linguistically differentiated people group, God is calling them to repentance and to faith and trust in who Jesus is. He's the Son of God, the long-awaited Messiah, the Christ. And so those who respond to to this message, which we would know as the gospel, those who respond to this, they will see Christ's redeeming work. They will be considered his inheritance. They'll be his possession. And those who resist and refuse to believe, he will come to them in judgment. And this is exactly why in Psalm 2, uh, the last verse, there's this exhortation to, to kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way. Kissing the sun is a phrase that has a lot of cultural meaning, and it simply refers to what a vassal would do to a king, and, and you would submit yourself. And, and in this case, he's calling for the, the nations, the language groups, the peoples of the earth to take a posture of submission to Jesus Christ as God's son and the king of the earth, and in, do, in so doing, then to be spared his judgment and to be rewarded with redemption uh, and then in that way, they would become Christ's possession, his very heritage. This is what God is doing through Jesus and his spirit around the globe. He's calling language groups and people groups, or as the Bible refers to them, he's calling the nations to respond to, to the work and person of Jesus Christ. And this is why, coming back now to Psalm 46, the chapter we were in Sunday, he would say in verse 10, Be still and know that I am God. Take your hands off and, and see that God is the one doing the work, setting up Christ and, and bringing the long-awaited one uh, into the world to be the Savior of mankind. And through him and the power of the Holy Spirit, showing him to be the, the, the God-man who would be the only mediator between God and man. And this is what all people are brought face to face with at some point in time. God's work in Jesus through the power of the Spirit. And we are to be still and know that this is what God is doing and what only God can do. And so let me say to you, First Family Er, let me say this to you. This is what's happening week in and week out, month in and month out, through the various partners that we 
are in relationship with, um, that we support financially. This is what is happening in their work all across the globe. They are bringing people to points of, of a stillness. Can we use the word from Psalm 46? Of taking their hands off and saying, look at what God is doing in the midst of turmoil in the midst of clamoring among all kinds of people groups, in the midst of rebellion towards God. Look at what he is doing, though. And then, as Psalm 2 would say, kiss the Son. Take a posture of submission to Jesus Christ, the Son of God, so that you can enjoy his redemptive work and be spared his judgmental work. This is the activity taking place on a regular basis around the globe And when you give and pray, and when you remember them and and send a note of thanks, when you uh, intercede for them, when you talk about them in your small groups uh, and encourage them, when you're a part of a sending team that you're Skyping with them or Zooming with them, in so many ways, when you are helping them do what they do, you are helping Psalm 2 and Psalm 46 come to fruition It's a beautiful picture of the body of Christ at work. And I just want to thank you for being so committed to Christ's final words, making sure they are our first concern, to helping this church participate actively and financially and prayerfully and substantially in this great mission of God to bring to his throne people from every nation, language, tribe, and tongue, people who have seen Jesus Christ as who he really is, the Son of God, and have believed and trusted in his work for them. This is the mission of God that everyone in all the earth would know that Jesus is the King of all the earth. Well, thank you again for joining me this week for our Extra Point podcast. Just some extra insight into Psalm 46, our topic from last Sunday, and how it dovetails nicely into themes from Psalm 2. Hope it's been an encouragement and very edifying to you. Let's remain steadfast, unmovable in the work of the Lord, our eyes, of course, on the harvest, and asking and praying that God would raise up laborers for exactly that, the harvest around the earth. Sure love you guys, and thank God for you, and I'll see you this weekend.